Welcome to KJV Cafe, where the truths of God's Word come alive. Grab a hot cup of coffee or tea and spend some time learning about our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. Listen now to Pastor Clark Covington of Heartland Community Baptist Church as he explores great insights from the Word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the cafe, Pastor Clark Covington, here with another episode of KJV Cafe. I'm so glad that you're joining us here today. Hey, is it your first time listening to KJV Cafe? If it is, uh, you can visit us online at kjvcafe.com. Uh, and you can learn more about our ministry and you can access past episodes. Um, we've got some on SoundCloud. We've got links to YouTube. Uh, we have a newsletter you, you can subscribe to that I'm still kind of working on getting up and running. We have even links to our Facebook there at kjvcafe.com. KJV Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash kjvcafe. Uh, we have messages there. Uh, amen. And then, of course, we have YouTube, and it's youtube.com forward slash at sign, the at sign, KJV Cafe. So there you go. In case you want to visit us online, so many places you can check us out. Uh, and I thank you again for listening uh, and um, privileged to have you here today. Now, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about God and his great power. Amen. Is God Able? That is the title of the message today. Uh, this is a multi-part series on Is God Able? You know, God is all-powerful. I, I want you to think about that for a minute. Do you believe that God is all-powerful? Do you believe that God can do as he pleases? Or do you think that God is somehow restrained? That the world just doesn't work that way? That God uh, is limited in any sense? You know, think about that. Is that not kind of what the world is communicating to us, that man has to take things into their own hand, that God is not able to rescue them, that we need to worry and fret and do all these kind of things in our own power? You know, I believe with all my heart that God is able to do miraculous things, that God has all power, and that when we see God not move, it's not because he's restrained, but rather he has chosen not to move out of his sovereign wisdom. You have a friend that's sick. They have a terminal disease. You pray and pray and pray that God will keep them here. God takes them home. You say, how God could you do that? Well, God has a lot of reasons why. I think they're uh, in, in one of the Old Testament books, God speaks of, uh, I, don't you know I took them home to to, to prevent them from seeing the evil of the day. And there's so many reasons why God may take them home. Now, we don't understand them. You know, the Bible says that his ways are higher than our ways, as high as the heavens are from the earth. So we don't understand all of God's ways. But his plan is the best plan. And his plan oftentimes is very different than ours. Amen. There's an old saying that we make plans and God laughs. And I really believe that the older I get, the more I believe that's true, that oftentimes, you know, my plan growing up was try to play professional football. Well, that didn't work out. After a year in college, I was pretty much done with football. Okay, then I didn't know what my plan was, but I never thought my plan would be to primarily, first and foremost, be a preacher for the Lord on the radio, you know, among other things, among, a, you know, in terms of vocation, doing that and doing uh, computer work uh, for a job and 
being a dad and, and a pastor, a small church and all these other things. I never thought that's what I would do, but that's God's plan. You're, you could look back and say something very similar in your life. And, and what that means is that God is all powerful. He knew from the beginning what his plan would be for you. And he is willing and able to do great things in your life if you let him. So nothing is too hard for God, but do we really believe that? Are we experiencing his power today? Let me give you my text verse here. Jeremiah 32, 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 32, 27. Behold, I am the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Now, in Jeremiah 32, 27, what is the context of that verse? What was happening in the book of Jeremiah? Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet. He's addressing God's people, the Israelites, amen, who are facing what? Captivity. They're getting taken away by the Babylonians in in very uh, 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 humiliating fashions, in ways that that are downright disgusting and disturbing. They're getting taken away by the Babylonians. Their their, their land is being taken from them. They're being taken by foreigners. They're going off into a land that they don't know, having to serve false gods that they're not even familiar with, having to do things uh, that they didn't want to do, right? They're being taken away from their God. Why? Because just hard times? Because of tough luck? Or was God saying through the prophet of Jeremiah, and if you read Jeremiah, you'll clearly be able to tell it's because of their sin. It's because of their rebellion. It's because they had turned their backs on God. God lists out all the specificity in the book of Jeremiah. Prophet Jeremiah, prophet Ezekiel, the specificity in these books. I mean, it is so specific what the sin was, that they had idols in their life, that they had turned their back on God. You know, I was calling out to the Lord in prayer uh, just this morning, I think it was, saying, Lord, you're so specific there. How hard has it been for you, God? to not be so specific now. I mean, we don't have a modern-day prophet. We just have the Bible. We don't have a modern. We have a the apostle to the Gentiles, Paul. We don't have someone like Jeremiah that's telling us, that's telling the priests and telling the rulers of our day what we have done to deserve judgment. But they actually had a prophet, Jeremiah, who spoke on behalf of God. You know, you, you read the text. The text literally says, Son of man, Jeremiah, say this to the people, thus saith the Lord. It's literally recording God speaking to Jeremiah, to the people, about their sin and and all of their problems and all of their um, uh, things that are happening to them, coming to them by the way of their rebellion, by the idols and by the false gods in their life, by the abominations, by them not following God's commandments. Remember, the Old Testament Israelites were under the law, and they had basically said, we're not going to follow it. We're not going to reverence God. We're not going to conform to godly ways, which were so different than the world's ways. And think about at that time, Egypt was the big worldly power and so forth. Babylon, these 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 nations were ruling. Uh, they were polytheists, right? They were ruling. Uh, they were they were worshiping multiple gods, and they were making themselves gods, and they were uh, creating all of these crazy sacrifices, uh, ones of a grotesque nature, like taking their baby, their little children uh, to the God of fire. I think it was Molech and sacrificing their children to Molech. Amen. They were doing all of these things in the name of their false gods. Uh, and, And yet 
God himself is saying, nothing is too hard for me. So think of the context here. What God is saying is, you don't have to be in this scenario. You've put yourself in the scenario. And then we see in Isaiah 59, 1, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. So we see again this reinforcement that God isn't like not able to help those that have fallen into difficult times. But oftentimes we need to reflect on what is going on. Jeremiah 32 is as well, a little earlier in the chapter, verse 17. Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm. There is nothing too hard for thee. So Jeremiah is pointing out to the Israelites, to God's people, that God made the heavens. You look up at the sky and look at the complexity and look at the millions of stars. You look at the earth. I mean, goodness, I went to Blue Ridge, Georgia the other day. It's just spectacularly beautiful. I think of Tennessee in the Smoky Mountain National Park. It's just absolutely beautiful. Go out west and, you know, see Colorado Rockies and uh, the Grand Canyon and uh, go to the beach, you know, look in Hawaii and Fiji and all these places I have not been, but they look absolutely stunning. God made those things. God made that place. That God, amen. You look at animals and the complexity of animals and you learn about them. God made those creatures. You look at humans and you see that God made them, amen. Behold, the hand of the Lord is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. Not only can God still do a good work, but God can hear your prayers. You know, the Bible says that God hears the prayers of the righteous, but that he's far from the wicked. Think about that. So many people probably pass by a verse like that and just say, ah, whatever, next verse. No, 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 think about that. If you're living in the world, if you're living wickedly, don't expect God to hear your prayers. The Israelites were living in the world. They were living wickedly, and they wanted God to hear their prayers. But he wouldn't hear their prayers because they were not repentant before him. They were not uh, faithful to him. On and on. Numbers 11.23. And the Lord said unto Moses, Is the Lord's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. You know, we have to remind ourselves sometimes, I mean, Moses had a wonderful relationship with the Lord, amen. No, he wasn't perfect, and he fell short and on and on, but he was humble beyond humble. And he asked God for help, and God provided it over and over again. And God showed him. You know, we ask God for help, you know, Lord, help us make it through the day. Do we reflect back and say, God, you helped us, you did that? We need to look at God's power in that light and say, Lord, you have done all of these great things today. I want to give you the glory for it. You know, uh, I, I mentioned this recently on an episode or two. My wife had surgery last week, and we were just in awe at how God had set things up for her surgery because it was a, a pretty serious surgery, and we were worried, and she had to go under anesthesia and on and on. I was out of town on a ministry trip and all of these things, and God had lined up all of these pieces perfectly. Um we, he had a, a missionary family that's staying in our house come back a little early and pick up our kids from grandma's house. Uh, he had um, me go out there uh, to work uh, with, with a radio station in Raleigh and, and kept, kept me busy when I would have been in a waiting room just melting down. And he had me get back to the hospital within about 30, 40 minutes of when she was actually placed in a room where I could visit. So literally, all of these little pieces that just seemed like maybe coincidence, like serendipity, were God's hand. And so we gave him the praise. And look what God did. The living God arranged it this way. And praise God. We gave him the praise in that room. I'm giving you giving him the praise today. And most importantly, I'm letting you know that his hand is not waxed short. That we see his will done every day in our lives if we'll look close enough. 
Genesis 18, 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? This is here God speaking to Abraham. At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. You know, what? again, even today, if we thought about someone 95 or 90 years old or 100 years old having kids, what would you say? You'd say that's impossible. That's improbable. But it's not impossible for God, the living God, the creator God. I mean, you want to get into birth and miraculous births. Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. Amen. God kind of set the standard there. So we see that. Amen. What's it to God to have a child be born of a woman uh, of old age of 90 years old or uh, Abraham being 100 years old? What is that? That's nothing to God. He has all power. He is the creator God. And yet we look at God as he's shorthanded somehow. You know, I'm going to get into in the second episode, tapping into God's power, unlocking God's power. I know that sounds very uh, new agey and uh, prosperity like, but it's a very much rooted in Bible. So tune in for that. But before we get to that in this episode, I just want you to think about God's power and how big it is. You know, what problem do you have that's too big for God? I go to God with problems every day. And some of them seem very significant and I worry and I'll, I'll give it to God and I'll be frank with God. Of course, I offer Thanksgiving in my prayer. That's how we're supposed to start our prayers. And then I'm just very blunt sometimes, you know, not too ritualistic or anything. I just say outright, you know, Lord, I'm worried about this. And I know I shouldn't worry. And I know I'm the preacher and all these things. God, I've got a concern here. God, how are we going to make this bill? How are we going to get by on this? How are we going to suit up this uh, thing correctly and get this other job done or whatever it is? And he answers the prayer every single time, even if it's not how I imagined it, even if things are razor thin, amen. I heard a missionary once say on the radio that he stopped asking God for things down the line and just said, okay, God, about today, today, because things in his world were really day to day. And each day he was able to meet that need for that day. And he was speaking of finances and I thought it was so perfect. Like, you know, are we okay for today? Do we make it through today? Amen. And that is our God. He is so powerful. And I believe sometimes he does things like that to help us see him in our lives so clearly. And if everything was so smooth and we were just so abundant in all ways of life, it might be difficult to understand how good God's been and to see his hand at work. Wish I had more time, but for today, that's it. Tune in next time as we learn more about God's incredible power. Take care, God bless, and amen. Thanks for visiting the cafe today. Our goal is to inspire you with the truth and depth of God's word in a straightforward manner. Do you know Jesus? You can today. Visit kjvcafe.com to learn more about God's great plan of salvation for all of mankind. Until next time, remember, as Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 puts it, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. <laughs>